What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Anything and Everything podcast. I'm your host, Storm Wade, alongside co-host Alex Reno. Dude, it is so good to have you back. How you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm just fine. It's very, very good to be back behind the mic. Dude, I missed the heck out of you. Uh, Reno will be on his way to Seattle in a second, and the episode we release will release tomorrow We'll have some of the same content because we actually released it before. So we switched the release dates. This will be released on Valentine's Day. We figured, why not? Why do a Valentine's special if you're not going to release it on Valentine's? So here we are. Hmm. <clears throat> so you guys have been more than engaging with this particular post. All right? We all know Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And therefore, we wanted to put out a poll or not a poll, I say poll all the time, a post, all right, asking you, what are five keys to make your relationship work? Now, what what are five keys that make it work for your relationship? All right, it's kind of a way to, to word it. And I said, be honest and be specific. You know, I, I don't, we here on this podcast, you can see that we don't really like broad, generic um, answers. I mean, am I right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, we, I mean, anybody can sit there and just give broad, generic answers. We like kind of digging a little past that and, and getting into the nitty-gritty. And that is what relationships are, digging mm. into the nitty-gritty. All right? That's what it takes. So... You got to put your hand in the dirt. <laughs> That's right. You got to get in your three-point stance. <laughs> so, dude, it is so good to have you back, man. Oh, I, man. I have missed you. I, have missed I, I didn't you. think I was ever going to get uh, back here to do another show. I know. I know. So, <clears throat> you guys were overly engaging in this uh, topic, and we really appreciate that. Surprisingly, I did not see any male comments. I expected some male comments on there, but, hey, that's okay. Our... Our ratio of female listeners to, to male is starting to even out finally, so that's good. Uh, yeah. It's not just a total sausage fest. We're actually getting a lot more women involved now, so it's about fifty, about 45-55 right now. Hello, ladies. <laughs> What's up? So, happy Valentine's Day to everyone, because by the time you hear this, it will be Valentine's Day. For those of you that celebrate or whatever, happy Valentine's we will get to your announce or your questions and your comments at the end of this segment. And keep in mind, this ear, this these are keys to our relationship. What could work for us? This maybe. is one hundred percent subjective. Exactly. It's not. This is not a one size fits all. This is not a we did this, you do this, I do this, he should do this. That's not how it works. Uh, rule number one: not all relationships are the same, and that's a good thing. Okay. So what I'm giving is five keys that work for my marriage. Reno, what are you giving? Well, five keys that work for my uh, soon-to-be marriage. Yep, Reno is engaged. How long have you been engaged, dude? Mm, uh, just over a year. Well, congratulations. Well, almost a year. Very good, very good. So, yeah, we're, we're in two different stages of relationships. So I'm taking mine through the marriage standpoint. Reno is going to be taking his through the kind of the, the engagement phase. All right? So some of them may be similar, some of them may be very different, and that's okay. That's what makes this podcast the podcast, okay? And then we'll get to you guys right afterwards. So do you want to kick this off, man, or do you want me to? Uh, you go ahead. You go ahead. You'll have a, you'll have a lot more uh, 
insightful things to say about this than I will. I don't know about that. Hey, you're you're a few <laughs> steps ahead of me already, so. I have been married for almost, will be four years in March. Holy cow. So next month will be four years. I did not even realize What's that. What's next? Bingo with the retirement home? I hope. Me and my lost and tank. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't wait to be an old, just decrepit man. The Jack's round table. Here Absolutely. we come. Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with, this is, this is not a five. This is kind of a six. This is an honorable mention right here. And I won't elaborate on that. I'll just say, pick your battles. Pick your battles. Stop fighting about everything. Learn to let certain things go. Pick your battles in, in certain conflicts that need to be dealt with. That's all I'm going to say about that. Don't make a big thing out of everything. Okay, You don't have to deal with every single thing. Sometimes you just got to let things go. It's tough, Yeah, but it's simple. It is. It really is. Which also kind of brings you to my number five. Now, I've seen a lot of people on, on here post things about honesty and communication, and that is fantastic. It is welcome. My number five is communication and honesty are great, but not 100% of the time. Uh-oh. I know. I'm about to get crucified. Now, I know a lot of you are probably taking a big, <gasps> oh, hit, the, hit the delete button Take now. this man away. <laughs> But, from thine ear. But, but hear me out. Communication is great. You cannot have a solid relationship without good communication. I firmly believe that. So, yes, you are right in your comments. Honesty is great. Yeah, sometimes you have to have those hard conversations. Um, and, and it helps just to be a trustworthy person. Not all the time, though. Now, I'm not trying to be a snake or anything like that. I'm being real. There are some things that I deal with or that I hear or that are burdening me that I don't want to tell my wife simply because that's really selfish of me because it's just going to put even more unwanted stress on her. She's already got two kids. She already works full-time job. She's already uh, getting in shape and things like that and taking care of her body and her mind and if I have an overwhelming or just, just something that's, you know, nicking at me, I feel it is my duty as a man to nut up, handle my crap, and protect my family from certain things. Now, I'm not saying that we don't talk about things and, and, and communicate and get through problems together. We don't share one another's burdens. Every now. I'm talking about things that, that probably cannot be changed that there's no reason in me burdening her with certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I feel that is selfish. There's some things your wife does not need to know. All right? If somebody says something to you uh, that was inappropriate, I'm not going to go tell the wife simply because I don't want her mind going in dark places. I don't want her mind wandering. You know, things like that. Uh, that's where honesty isn't always the best bet because... Let's be real, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. If, if if you are, if you're sitting there having, or if someone said something inappropriate to me, uh, a woman or something like that, or, uh, you know, it, and it was it wasn't very proper. Uh, that's just appropriate. Whatever. Right. Why would I want to be a snitch? And honestly go tell my wife that when all it's going to do is bother her. Yeah, I get it. If it's something you can't, I mean, you're, 
what are you going to do? Yeah. Drive, you're going to drive over to their house? Right, like, right. Hey, look, uh, yeah, I, I get it, for real. Um, like you said, uh, unnecessary burdens. Right. It, it's already unnecessary for you or for me or anyone to, to deal with, with it happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you and me and... You know, we're committed. We're committed guys, right? Um, so uh, we we already take that personally. We take it seriously. You know, if, if somebody else tries to, you know, work their way slide into our DMs, so yeah, to speak, right? Uh, it's it's not it's not worth putting it, you know, putting it on on your other on your significant other as well if you can handle it, right? And another thing about the honesty, guys, is is lying isn't always a bad thing. <laughs> and what I mean by that is <clears throat> for those of you who have had kids or, 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 or you know, something like that, if, if the kids are driving you wild and your wife calls and she's like, hey, how's everything going? You know, it's probably best to say, oh, we're good. We're cool. We're cool. Or, or say in, in uh, many of our cases, your wife is nine months pregnant and she's like, have I gotten bigger in nine months? My pants won't fit. Have I gotten bigger? No, of course not, babe. Absolutely not. That's physically impossible. It is impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you see what I'm saying? There's no winning in certain situations like that. So, I will gladly let certain things slip, as I would expect it in her case. You know, certain things. So, there we go. Number five, communication and honesty are great, but not 100% of the time. Sorry to get a little long-winded on there. I was trying to clarify. No, it's very got, good. Very good starting point. Before I got um, my throat cut. That, that's a good, that's a good, I think that's a good eye-opener to start with. Um, yeah, very good. Very, very, uh, very profound, I think. Thanks. So, uh, okay. Well, number five for me is, uh, we'll, we'll go a little bit more lighthearted here, I guess. Um, I think it's important to uh, poke each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. In good humor is what oh, I mean. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you? Anyway. Yeah. Poke fun at each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a. <laughs> I was hoping the the punchline would be better than that. Um. Yeah. Uh, poke fun at each other. Take shots. Roast each other. You know. Give each other. You know. Uh, who wants to be? Who wants to be stone-faced and, you know, just humorless all the time? I have known people who, who like that kind of relationship, and I, you know, if it works for you, fine, but uh, this is a subjective show, and my subjective opinion is, why? Right. Why would you do that? Uh, <laughs> just Courtney and I roast each other all the time, every day, and it's it's wonderful, it's fun. I have never, you know... Uh, it, it, it's just, it's just what I like is what she likes. We kind of have the same, we have the same sense of humor and, you know, the, our very first, uh, meeting, our very first date was, you know, half of it was just, you know, us making fun of each other. And I thought that she tried running me over in the parking lot, uh, of the Chick-fil-A that we met at, you know, <laughs> I roasted her about that. even though She vehemently denied it was her. We'll see. Um, I still have a lawsuit pending about that. Missed but, a grand opportunity. Yeah. So, uh, no, uh, yeah, just have fun with each other. Um, y- you know, just 
go go at it. Just uh, there's not much else I can say, but humor humor is humor is exceptionally important. I think if you're trying to, you know, your wife, your husband, your your, your significant other, your partner, mm-hmm. they're they're supposed to be your best friend in life, right? I mean, yeah. you, you're you're you have to be. You can't be one dimensional with with people. You can't. It's not. It's not a business partnership. It's a. You know. It it is a partnership that encompasses every emotion that you have, including humor. And uh, to me, that's just very important. And I I can't really go deep into it because it's pretty much straightforward. Yeah. It is, dude. So I, I like that. I like it. It makes me think of uh, what's that? Is it Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? They're constantly like roasting each other on Twitter and crap like that. It's pretty funny to watch. And they, of course, this is the public eye. They seem to have a pretty decent relationship. Yeah. Uh, they, they they seem to be all right. <clears throat> all right. So number four for me. Stay kids at heart. What I mean by that is stay fun. Do fun things. All right. There's no need in having a lifeless, energyless, uh, humorless relationship, marriage, whatever it may be. Do the th- play like a child. Whether that means pick at each other, like Reno said, flirt, uh, play, do things that you enjoy together. Right. Mine and Allison's first date was I gave her the two options. I said we can either A, dress up nice and go to the prototypical dinner and movie. Or B, we can do what I believe we need to do and not dress up, wear athletic wear, and go rock climbing. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we chose rock climbing. And so that's that's just a, a an, an example of like do things that you know the other enjoys. Now, when I when I say that, if it's important to them, it needs to be you know, pretty important to you. Uh, for instance, we love working out together. Um, now, that's hard to do with different schedules now, so we kind of work out separate. But but I know that she needs her time to work out just like I need my time, so I will watch the kids for 30 or 45 minutes so she can go get a workout uh, and, and vice versa and things like that. You just learn to, to play. You learn to stay kids at heart, stay fun, grow Every day, when I say grow old, I mean maybe grow old in age, but you stay young at heart. And that's a successful step right there in having a fun relationship. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I, I see all kinds of couples uh, every time I go to work. You know, couples who have been together for you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And it's amazing. Like, you can tell the ones, uh, the ones who have followed something similar to that mm-hmm. uh it, it's just like that they banter with each other they they have fun with each other mm-hmm. just like they did you know 50 years ago uh at, at the fair right so yeah, it's it's really it's it's it, it's a heartwarming thing to watch and that's one thing i always i always enjoy seeing yeah it's just meeting all these uh older couples who who have who you know who discovered how to do it you know right how it works and and so yeah very good that's the fun part dude is finding out how it works it's not the easiest part uh but it's fun it's fun finding it all out together 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's issues along that road, but it's just a part of the ride, dude. Right, absolutely. Uh, number, uh, what are we at? Number four. Four. Okay. Maintain, I find it useful to maintain realistic expectations. Okay, so what do we have in society right now? Okay, uh, we're, we're just a, we're from small town Alabama, right? Everybody needs to have 12 kids, a, uh, a two-story house, and everything going for them by, by the time they're 22. Right. Uh, it just doesn't work that way in society anymore. Uh, it, it's very hard. And, uh, you know, we have to adapt. And uh, the choices we make in school and in life and with careers and jobs uh, – it leads us to it. Sometimes it doesn't lead us to it. Sometimes it, it makes us wait a little longer than our parents or our grandparents did. Um, so, yeah, if if she wants 12 kids, you know, in 10 years' time, or if you want one kid in 10 years' time, you know, you have to work together to, to figure out what is the most realistic what is the best practical way to go about it and uh and 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 work it out um you know you could go right at it and have and have 12 kids in five years time if you want <laughs> so uh if it works for you great but um just keeping your expectations tempered and you know that works on an individual basis we can't we can't all expect to be millionaires by the time we're 25 right uh, we can't that i think that's one of the big lies that you know kids learn in school what do they say uh take out massive amounts of debt in in you know when you leave high school so mm-hmm. that you can get a so you can go to college and and everything to to get a degree that won't even help you with anything right but you have to do that or you're not going to be successful. Well, in whose world? Mm-hmm. So um, it starts with individual expectations. You meet somebody, you're going to have, you're still going to have individual expectations, but you're going to have shared expectations. Then you have to attack it with the same kind of discipline that you need to have by the time you go into college or go into the workforce um, because uh, there, there, there are all kinds of lies out there. And they come from either direction. You need to go to college or you're not going to be successful. You need to forget college because it's useless. Mm-hmm. Well, I find I find both both sides of that argument to be invalid because everybody's different. Um, so your goals, her goals, that they they need to coalesce, but you need you need to keep it tempered. You need to you need to stay realistic. You need to keep. You need to have an action plan on what to do. It's not going to happen overnight. No, you know, the it's not going a a, a seven figure job isn't going to rain down like manna from heaven. No, tomorrow it's not. It, you you have to work at it. You you have to you have to work at what you want materially. You have to work at what you want in your in your relationship, mentally, emotionally, everything. It all takes work and a plan of action and. You and her, you and him, have to sit down and figure it out and and map it out. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, 
that, that that's the best way to guarantee success. I've said this before already. What does Nick Saban say? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What are you are you willing to do what it takes to to be able to be successful? Right. So you know, that's true. Kind of kind of rambling on there, but uh, that that's just the uh, realistic expectations. I think are key. Don't get your hopes up about anything. Right. So. If, if your friends are all. 22 years old and they've all had 18 kids by now and you're getting that baby fever and stuff like that like that doesn't mean you have to you know what i'm saying like that means you and your significant other need to have a come to jesus about realistic expectations for the future timelines things that could possibly happen when certain things could possibly happen and when it would be the biggest thing financially possible and yeah. plausible and a lot of people don't see that. They just see baby fever. They just see uh, uh, social media. Uh, so-and-so's got a, a wedding. I want that. Man, it's there's so much more that goes into it, guys. Don't do it for the likes. Do you know, I kind of get weirded out a little bit by how kids kind of turn into projects, so to mm -hmm. say, like a Build-A-Bear, mm -hmm. if you get where I'm kind of going with it. Like, mm -hmm. um, okay. Have, have you thought about, you know, what that kid's going to be dealing with 15 years from now? Right. So, uh, which, yeah, I, I can't question any parent. I'm not a parent. So, but it, it's just something that, uh, something that I notice. Yeah, lots of people, do. they just want kids uh, because they want to be able to brag about them to their friends. They just like a Build-A-Bear. They want to have it to show off. And that is a horrifying reason to have a kid. So, I see them all the time on Facebook, though. Eh, whatever. I digress. Yeah. So, that it? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's what I got. Yeah. Strong work, dude. Number three for me is find an older accountability partner who's been there and done that. Uh, I have one dude in my life, and uh, I'm not going to name him, but he is about 50 years old. He's been married since he was 20 or 21. Been with the same woman for all that time and loved her like crazy all that time. Um, some people would see that as lame. I see that as legendary in today's society. Um, now, I, I tell you this because the man is an absolute inspiration of, of, of certain things, like not identical, but certain things to resemble. Yeah. Okay, like, okay, what worked for them? Um, what what do they do so well? How are they still together when 50% of marriages fail? How are these two still together when they got married at the young age of 20 Yeah. when you don't know your ass from the hole in the ground? And how did they make it work? And, dude, I've heard the struggles they had early. I heard, just, just like you were talking about, the issues financially, the issues of being unequally yoked, of having unrealistic expectations, of being in two completely separate spots in life at certain times. And it almost broke them, but it didn't. They 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 made some 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 big changes, uh, had some hard conversations, and dude, they're still together to this day. And if I'm ever struggling with something, marriage, anything, or just if I need to talk to somebody about something that's going on as a man, I can go to that guy. Yeah. He's gonna shoot me straight. He's gonna kick me in the balls about something. And it's gonna it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be funny in the process. And, and I, I love him for that because he I know he has been there and done that, and he knows my worst, and he knows a lot of my, my you know, potential. 
And so you, you need someone like that. Or when I say you, I, I need, I needed someone like that. You may not, but I mean, I would advise finding someone like that who has been there and done that, a veteran, as, as yeah. we sports fanatics like to well, say. Mentors are important. <laughs> yes. In anything you try to do. Yes, whether it is in like an apprenticeship, an internship, anything like that, you've got a mentor some way to get good at the craft, to learn. And, and for, a, for a craft such as marriage that fails 50% of the time, I think you probably need a mentor there too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. I'm very, very grateful for mine. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, number three for me, um, expect misunderstandings. Expect, uh, expect. expect there to be conflict. You're going to butt heads. You're going to fight. You're going to hate each other sometimes. Well, maybe. Uh, I don't mean hate-hate, but, like, um, God, you'll be tempted, though, sometimes, won't you? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. But, um, yeah, and a lot of times it it starts with, well, what do you mean by that? (laughs) And here we go. Uh, So uh, expect that to happen, but be ready for it. Um, You know, like a... (laughs) <laughs> like a good lawyer is prepared for a uh, for a cross examination, <laughs> right? Um, just uh, not to win an argument. You're not trying to win an argument. Uh, you're trying to, uh, you know, you're trying to you're trying to protect the integrity of your of your relationship. Wow, that's good stuff, man. Um, that's, that's deep. You know, whether you win or lose doesn't matter. What is going to help? You know, help keep you to afloat because. You know, does does it, relationships can end in disaster just as easy as it is as as anything else? Like we've all seen it happen. You know, it happens. We all we know, we all know somebody who's starts off with a joke and it snowballs into an argument, into a questioning argument, and then next thing you know, the the next the next day, boom, you're out on. You're out on the street. Uh, miscommunications. Uh, miscommunication about what I said in my last uh, in my last point. Expectations. If you're not on the same page with how you're mapping out your life, it doesn't take much to, to kind of derail uh, your plans and what you have going on. So it, it could uh, it could be a misunderstanding about a joke. It could be a misunderstanding about uh, the plans that you have. It could be a misunderstanding about just the nature of the relationship you're in. Like how many times do we do, do we hear people say that they're in, you know, situationships and all this other kind of stuff? You don't really know what you're doing with this person. Okay, well, that, that, that's fine, I guess. But um, all, all that says to me is just miscommunication. Right. And you're okay with it and, and, and stuff. You need to You need to throw that aside, plant your flag, you know, plant your intentions. This is what I. This is what I am. This is what I want us to be. This is how I feel about you. And just, you know, what can I say? Just yeah. be uh, be assertive. Yeah. So, um, but mis- misunderstandings will come. Conflict will come. You can't run away from it. You have to tackle it head on. And. uh 
You'll do well. Yeah, conflict is inevitable. The Highlands is actually doing a a four a four piece series on relationships right now, and and yesterday was talking about resolving conflict in a productive and constructive manner. Uh, and 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 it, it is biblical. The the scripture says, "Be angry, be angry. It's okay, but do not sin and do not allow." A window for the devil. That was the big scripture. I'm not on here to try to preach or anything. I just like that. There are healthy ways to conflict resolution and trying to win the argument, trying to get the last word, trying to prove the point. When you think about it, it's you're not fighting your enemy. You're not arguing against your enemy. You're arguing against your teammate. What good yeah. does that do your team right. if? You're just trying to get the upper hand and win the little spat over your teammate. You know, like why are we fighting in the first place? You know, you just, you just got to kind of come back to reality mm-hmm. and reel it in on some of those things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh, good. Good job, dude. All right. So we on number two. Yeah. <clears throat> my personal favorite. <laughs> my number two. Sex. 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 More sex. And then throw in some some uh, some other sex, all the all the sex, all the sex, yeah, sex. So I don't know a soul on earth who disagree with you. <laughs> so hear me out. I will die on this hill. If you do not have a good sex life, you cannot have a good marriage. Now again, that's my subjective opinion. I will die on that hill. I understand that people in their seventies would disagree, but obviously. People in their 70s have a reason to disagree if you catch my drift. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, like, intimacy, sex is why we're here, folks. <laughs> it is, like, half the reason, you know, we get in relationships, right? It's right. the half half the reason for the institution of marriage. Correct. Exactly. Like, so, so yeah. you, you need to, whether, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to be PG here the best I can, uh, not get too gory or anything, but uh, guys, you need to take care of her. You need to love her. You need to have an open mind with her. And the same thing for women. All right. I, I, if you have kids, if you have jobs, if you are busy, I am there, bro. But you know what? If you say you do not have time for something, instead of saying you don't have time, say, it's not a priority to me, and see how that sounds coming out of your mouth, because that's what you really mean when mm. you say, "I don't have time." You mean I don't. Ha- it's not a priority to me. All right, sex has to be a priority. All right. Now, of course, there are extenuating circumstances. Some some guys paralyzed from the waist down. He's in a wheelchair. Duh. I know, guys. I'm not a freaking idiot. That there <laughs> that that exact logic yeah. doesn't isn't required for every single freaking relationship in this freaking world. But I'm telling you right freaking now that sex is a vital part of relationships. Okay? Have an open mind about it. And I'm telling you, whether it's a quickie, whether it's you finally have the night where you can take your time, just in the words of Nike, just do it. <laughs> just do it. I don't care. If you if you're at the like me and Allison the other day, and I'll say this politely, we were we were on a date night. We were going to get pedicures because that was my gift to her, pedicure and, and some other bull crap, whatever. But uh, so we were sitting there getting ready to go get some food, 
and we was in the, the Target parking lot about to go and book some million. And I was like, hey, you want to fool around? <laughs> <laughs> right here, broad daylight, Target parking lot, like a bunch of stupid teenagers. Wait, why not? You know, yeah. like, who, who, we get busted, arrested. What a great story, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I think it's better to be busted as a married couple, you know, doing that. Than, right, you know. right, right. I mean, sure. But, I mean, like that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you will, when you were 16 and 17, by God, you were making a way, were you not? You were getting away from your parents and trying to hide and everything from everybody else. Why, why would you not do that for your marriage? Tell me why. Can you give me a reason? Is it because, oh, I got them now. i am cut it off. I mean, really, that's, now that right there is a one-way ticket to divorce court. Yep. I got them right where I want them. Hey, I, I done said I do. Time to cut it off. Hell no. No, no, no. All right? I've been very blessed not to have that situation. Very poor. It is something I am very passionate about because I have friends and family and things who have dealt with this situation. It's very touchy, and I understand. It sucks. All right? You do not do that. Do not withhold sex, whether it's in your fighting or anything like that. Do not withhold intimacy from your partner. All right? I'm sorry. If you need to have rough, angry, I hate you sex, have it. If you need to slap somebody around while you're doing it, whatever. If you need to cover their mouth so they'll shut up, whatever. Just do it. We're behind the dadgum bowling alley machine at the Jasper Bowling Alley, and you're suffocating from cigarette smoke. It don't matter. It's not like you got a little experience there, Reno. You know, there are things in... Moving on to number... Number, what am I? Number two. Uh, number two. Uh, so, embrace. Uh, what did I say last? Embrace conflict. Embrace misunderstandings. Don't run away from it. Tackle it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a uh, a partner to that would be, you know, what happens in conflict. What triggers it? You know, a large portion of the time. Well, that would be change. Changes. Changes in what? Changes in, you know, your your physical function, your financial uh, situations, your your, your lifestyle, uh, your kids' lifestyle, anything. Um, but embrace it. Embrace the change. Change, you know, change is a uh, is an inevitable an inevitable part of life. It's going to happen whether you want it to or not. Mm-hmm. I've I've kind of glossed over this before in other episodes already, but. Um, um, you can't run from change any more than you can run from conflict. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that you and your partner have to face together. You can't expect to change and your partner stay the same. There, there, there is always a residual side effect that you don't see coming. Uh, a career change. Um, something, happened with, something happens with your job and you have to move five states over. Well, that's a big deal. Right, right. But uh, what else can change? Um, something can happen, and something can happen to you personally, and you don't see yourself in the same way anymore. Maybe it's an accident. Maybe something. Uh, who knows? Uh, it could be personal. Something can happen. Something can happen with people that you love. You know, your kids. Um, maybe your kids have a falling out. Maybe maybe they leave the nest in bad terms. 
something happens, that can torpedo a marriage just as easily as anything can. Um, in, in how your kids are brought up, um, just tragedies, uh, you, you could name anything. Sure. Uh, change is brought about intrins- uh, intrinsically or externally. It doesn't really matter uh, because it's going to happen. And, you know, how are you and her, how are you and him going to deal with it? So you, you, can, you can look it in the eye or you can run away from it. But you're not going to, if you both run away from it, you're not going to wind up in the same destination with the other. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. You'll, be, you'll be done with each other. You can't look at each other. You know, you can't see each other eye to eye anymore because you didn't work together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, my points are a little bit broad, but um, I think uh, it's, it's what I can think of right now. It's so, what works for you, dude. Yeah, so. That, that's all that matters tonight is what works for you. That's the whole, that was the post. That was the question. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm still just engaged. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to figure all this out myself. So yeah. We all are, dude. We all are. <laughs> Trust me, it's not any different when you get married. You're still trying to figure out what the hell am I doing. Yeah. So my number one is water your own grass. All right. And, and what I mean by that is stop measuring or trying to measure up to what you see on social media, the poison that is on social media, mm. the fakeness that's on social media, the uh, the ignorance and the stupidity that is on social media that everybody has to do that stupid little pose holding each other and stuff. Oh, they're, they're so in love. I can tell you one thing, and I'm probably going to crucify for saying this, the people that post constantly on Facebook about their relationship are on the brinks of destruction. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know it's it's a hard truth to swallow, but I I've seen it so many times. The people I, I've done it. Like I used to do it when I was a a, a teenager, for God's sake. But like <laughs> to, for to post about your relationship all yeah. the time, post it. You are compensating. So you're trying to convince yourself. Yes, you are. You're trying to convince yourself and the world that everything's okay. Everything's good. Stop measuring up or trying to measure up to others. Water your grass, your situation. Feed life into your marriage. Pursue her or him. I'm, I'm, I'm talking from my point of view, of course. Pursue her. Or it, maybe. Like, if... if uh, <laughs> Like, farm animals are your thing. <laughs> oh, <No>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, pursue her. War eagle. Chase her. I mean, like, go after her. Stop worrying about Instagram, Facebook, other people, and what they seem to be on Facebook, and worry about your own yard. Is what I'm trying to say. And I'll say this. This is where an accountability partner comes in. Stay accountable with your marriage or your relationship. The grass isn't, when I'm talking about watering your own yard, or watering your own, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Can I get an amen? We're, we're about to get, I'm about to preach for a second. Mm-hmm. You can see that fine chick on Instagram or Facebook or that you work with and things like that. 
And boy, on the surface, you may think, my God, this is an opportunity. Like, wife won't know about it. So-and-so won't hear about it. This is a, a, a primetime opportunity to test the waters on the other side. But guess what? It doesn't always mean it's going to be better on the other side. 99% of the time, guys, you are digging a grave. Mm-hmm. Whether for your family or yourself or your relationship, all of that. That's why I say take that energy in chasing that person that you want. Take that energy and put it into your person that you're with, that you love, that you cherish. All right. Now, I know that for, for men, that is a tough pill to swallow. I mean, I've, I've not always been great at that in, in my past life. I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. I had to become obedient and loving and realize that just because it seems like it's the, it's the Garden of Eden all over again. It's biblical. Once again, you want what you can't have. You want to taste the forbidden fruit. Whether you're in a relationship that's committed or not, you, you want, when you're not in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, you don't want to be in a relationship. It's, it's, it's an endless cycle of cruelness in reality. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, uh, and and that's that's what I'm saying about all this is stop worrying and trying to compare yourself to what could be with someone else or the temptation that is always there for you, whether man or woman, and worry about pouring life into your yard, into your grass, feeding it, watering it. <laughs> I mean. Putting, putting, breathing life and inspiration and love into it so it will blossom and can grow. And you can withstand those little nuggets that come around and bite you in the ass every now and then. All right. right? I, I know that's deep. I know that can be touchy for a lot of people. It can be touchy for me. But that is that is reality. All right. So that's my number one. Water your own grass. Stop measuring up to people on social media and just focus on her or him or whatever. Chase her, yeah. pursue her. Absolutely. Um, very good, number one. Um, so I suppose my number one, and this came from this came from Courtney, actually. Uh, and it kind of hit me a little bit because I, I, I like it. As, you know, what have I talked about already? Well, some negativity, right? You know, change. Change, change is a pain in the butt to deal with. You know, misunderstandings, conflict, and uh, expectations that may or may not match, and you have to work to try to get them to match. That's that's all hard. But uh, one thing you can do with all that is to assume the best. Assume the best from your relationship. Be optimistic. Assume the best. Assume that the best thing is going to happen. That that can happen for you, as long as you work as long as you work hard for it. Um, something. Is going to happen. the The fruits of your labor uh, will come. Um, assume the best about your partner. Um, don't don't walk around. Don't, don't wake up every morning thinking that he or she is out to get you all the time. No. Think, you know. Convince yourself that that they do love you. You know, um, in in a in a healthy way. You know. Don't look too deep into things. Don't don't have too much doubt. You know, doubt is a cancer. Right. It, it is a cancer, and it's not a cancer 
you, you can't remove it. it, it when, when it creeps in, it's going to spread. And the only way, the only way to, to get away from it is, is to be optimistic, you know, uh, bash your wall or bash your head against the wall <laughs> of confidence. Yeah. And, uh, just, just, it's, it's easier said than done, right? I mean, who, who can do it perfectly? I don't know a soul who can, right. but, um, you ha you have to stay optimistic. It, it's all a mindset. Um, and the rest comes later. Your actions follow your attitude. And uh, that's that's what I got about that. You know, negativity, th negativity, ignore it. Ignore the doubt. Ignore the negativity. Focus on the positive. Think that, you know, work in a way for your other that you know is going to lead to the best outcome and assume that they are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's no, no room for doubt at all. Right. So there's that. I, I, that goes, all goes back to perspective, I think, yeah. is you got to look, you got to take a different perspective on certain things. And I'll say this, uh, is every marriage perfect? No, none, none is no relationship is perfect never has been never will be i don't care if anyone i know i know a couple of says they've never fought you're full of shit i mean i'm sorry i probably shouldn't say that on there <laughs> but like I mean, you really are but like no that's not that's not how it is um you it's not all roses it's it's something worth fighting for and that is sometimes what you have to do is fight through these times and what a person does or says one time at the lowest point of their life does not define who they are for their entire life. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll say that. So learn to forgive, learn to love, learn to examine yourself in the mirror also. Once again, relationships all about perspectives, man. Strong five, dude. Really, really strong five. I, I appreciate that. And, uh, man, I'm so glad to have Reno back on the pod with me. Uh, miss the heck out of you, dude. No, well, I miss being here for sure. For uh, sure. And, and a good relationship segment tonight. We're going to get to the comments in just a second um, because you guys are, are owed that, and I appreciate the engagement. Once again, we hope you enjoyed this. Um, like I said in the very beginning, this was a, a segment about what works for us, not necessarily a one-size-fits-all uh, T-shirt or anything like that or a broad brush. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading off these comments right quick. And, and I'll, I'll call you by name. And, and, and once again, thank you, everyone, for commenting on the Anything and Everything podcast. Let's see. We got Jana Hayes. I'll, I'll read all five of the things you, you guys have tonight. Um, really appreciate y'all. Jana Hayes says, I'll start from five to one. Five is teamwork. Four is understanding. Number three is never stop dating. Take time to reconnect. I like that. That's my favorite one, dude. Two is communication. One is honesty. I definitely say, like, uh, those are all great. I'd say, but number three is definitely my favorite of never stop dating. That, that's good stuff. And uh, don't never forget the reason why you're there in the first place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Lisa Shaddix, uh, she had five also. Thank you, Lisa, for commenting. She said, honesty and loyalty. Loyalty is hard to come by nowadays, isn't it? Uh, compassion. Communication and passion. Now I like that she has compassion and passion in there, because those are two different things. Mm -hmm. 
you can have passion to like such love and fire and stuff like that for your for your person for your 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 passions you have with supporting one another and you can also have compassion for your for the shortcomings of your of your lover or things that they've dealt with forgiveness things like that I, that's I like how she had both of those in there yeah yeah very good so Tasha Lynn Stringer once again I'll start from five and I'll work my way down to one <clears throat> she said number five team be a team on decisions on child care on everything life throws at you that's your person yeah I mean we kind of discussed that earlier you, you don't want to screw your teammate over. Number four, time. Take time for just yourself. Take time for each other. Number three, intimacy. Keep it just as alive as it was during the dating phase. Strong work there. Two, love. Love through good and bad times, through storms and sunshine. And number one, communicate. Staying quiet and bottling up is dangerous. And I will say in the message that guy gave at, the, at Highlands yesterday, the staying quiet was actually one of the biggest no-nos on the face of the planet. It was talking about yeah. uh, keeping stuff, sleeping on it, bottling it in, and that in, in like no situation, time does not heal the situation. It has yeah. to be dealt with eventually. And that's why you're talking about like it. It's not time is not a diffuser of a situation. It only festers more inside of and boils and boils and boils. Mm -hmm. So very very good on those. Thank you, Tasha. Lacey Smith said from number five to one said therapy is good even if you think everything is perfect I'm inclined to agree with her you're never too good to analyze things and, and kind of reevaluate while we're here in the first place so good four one night a week or every other week have a date night no kids put the phones away just the two of you I'd like to focus on this one for just a second because I, I, I see this way too often I see two people out in public, which I assume most of them are on a date, and they're always on their phones, whether it's dinner, anything like that. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you, whoever it is, I'm like, you're you're missing out on the objective of this entire date. It's to have time away from that world on social media and pour your world inside your person. You know what I'm saying, and you right. can't do that with your phone out. And so I've, I've I've noticed that a lot of a lot about people in public. I try my best not to do that. Number three, communicate, communicate, communicate. She is big on communication. Good job, Lacey. Uh, number two, do something daily for your partner that will make their life easier. Boy, Allison's probably like jumping up and down right now. But like, yeah, that's that's big. I I would say for me, Allison's love language is is. What what's it called? Um, acts of service. So she loves if I was to unload the dishwasher, if I was to do the dishes, if I was to sweep the floor, if I was to pick up the living room from the kids. That for some reason that means so much to her. I think it's stupid, but but I mean that's that's not my love language. Right. That means a lot to her. So I try to do those things. The the, the act doesn't have to mean anything to you, but what the act does, mm -hmm. you know means everything right right and not her number one was have healthy conflict every relationship will hey you said that earlier Reno, about about conflict being there regardless it's gonna happen and healthy conflict is okay guys that's a good way to yeah. get through it is in a healthy manner and there are ways so, let's see 
Becky Quinn, she said, number five, laugh together. I like that. Four, don't go to sleep mad with each other. I really like that one, too. Yeah, that's biblical, too. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that same verse I was talking about earlier. Um, number three, have a good, intimate relationship. And and I know people think, uh, the, when they hear the word intimacy, they automatically think sex. That Intimacy does not, in the dictionary, come up as a sexual act. We all think it does. But intimacy is, is, is like a deep closeness to a person. I mean, Reno and I are being very intimate right now sharing this with each other. You want to upgrade it, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we got this whole room down here to ourselves. Anyways, <clears throat> so. What? What? Is this on? Are we live? Are we live? What? Number two, communicating. <laughs> Talk about how you feel to the other person. That's good. That's good. Uh, and number one, oh, Jesus. Have a likeness faith. Okay. I like it, Becky. Come on, she's preaching. Said Jesus, have a likeness. It, it is much easier to have a, a similar faith. It is much easier to get along and raise kids and make life decisions, moral decisions, things like that when you have a similar faith. I and mean, that's just yeah. There's no doubt about it. That's just how it is. Oh, uh, let's see. Emily Bagwell commented communication, trust, honesty, effort, and just genuinely enjoying each other's company. I had somebody tell me one time that if you wouldn't be friends with them why would you date them? And it's so true. Yeah, I mean, like, why would you even want to be around them if you can't be their friend? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's like I said earlier, you know, just, uh, it's a, uh, it, it's not, it's not a professional relationship. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is everything. Mm -hmm. You know, this, these are two lives rolled into one. Right. You got to be comfortable in every aspect. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we got two more here. Uh, Courtney Vincent Boren said, support each other. For example, your someone wants to open a brewery or take flying lessons, and these were the owners of Twisted Barley Brewery, who we love and adore, and we, and we love going up there and playing. Speaking of which, my pianist friend Adam and I will be there Saturday night at Twisted Barley, 7 and 9. See you there. Number four. See how I threw that in there? Oh, yes. Yeah, great advertising. You know, maybe we should start charging. For this. Right, right. Number four. A good relationship isn't always smiles and happiness. You have to work through the bad times. Very true. Number three, don't spend more time and effort trying to please the people around you instead of your someone. And mm. She admitted, she said, I struggle with this one inadvertently. And yeah, that can be big. If you're trying to impress everybody else and work and make things work out for everybody else and, and worry about what everybody else cares about and pleasing them instead of pleasing your husband or your wife, your boyfriend, you really need to step back and take inventory. And we've all been there. We've all done it, so don't feel bad, Courtney. Uh, we've, we've all been there. Number two, find something you both enjoy and make time to do those things. Great, great one right there. Uh, there there's There are times where I enjoy my things. Allison enjoys her things. And we go, we're like boxers. We kind of tango a little bit, and we'll go to our separate corners and enjoy what we want to enjoy. But sometimes you, you do need to find things that you enjoy together. Working out, hiking, sex, uh, sex, sex, you know, like <laughs> lots, of <laughs> lots, lots of sex, uh, but, but I mean, material things, uh, you know, <laughs> hobbies, things like that. Uh, you definitely need to find things that you, that you both enjoy and you can do. And that is just a part of the intimacy. 
Number one, you have to think about how imperfect you are and understand your someone loves you no matter what. So don't let the little things be big things. Uh, she said, for example, leaving the cup on the nightstand. <laughs> you can definitely tell yeah, that uh, I, I'm sure a lot of women would have that same complaint. Like <laughs> leaving a shirt on the ground, leaving a cup on the nightstand, leaving dishes. I, I get griped at every week for doing something like that. That's just a part of it. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, you really do learn to love and appreciate the, the good and the bad with your partner. So very good, Courtney. Appreciate you commenting on that. Uh, I do want to uh, – she said something that, that I really liked. Sure. Um, trying not to please everybody around you or something along those lines. Um, so living in the area that we live in, uh, we all have friends who's – I don't want to really, you know – I don't want to get on a pedestal, but uh, when you have friends who, friends, family members who are in relationships that uh, aren't agreed with by lots of amounts of people, mm-hmm. if they're important to you, then um, that that's something, that's something, that's a responsibility you have to take upon yourself too, right? right. To uh, to encourage them. Um, so, uh, to, you know, just encourage them to keep their confidence and, um, you know, just, just support. And cut out the outside noise, really. Yeah. All there is to it. Ignore the student section. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, sometimes you have to go to war for your people, right? Right. For, for your friends, family, whoever. And, uh, you know, but that, that goes, that goes into like friendships and stuff like that but i did want to kind of I, I did want to note that sure that's a that that's a great that one made. that was my favorite one she did uh faith my sister who was on the podcast friday night congratulations on the 75 heart she said number five be equally yoked if you believe the same way and have the same faith it will be it will make every aspect of your lives easier when it comes to decision making and i, I do believe that is true uh, i understand that Everybody has different morals and ethics and, and, and views, but if you kind of have a centralized agreement on faith and stuff, it, you tend to agree more than you disagree on certain decision-making. Yeah, well, you know, faith is a core tenet you know, <laughs> uh, of, you know, faith in anything or whatever whatever you want to have faith in or faith in nothing, you know, right. that's that's the, uh, that, that's the core of, your belief system, your morals, mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So, yeah, um, you, you got to be on the same page um, in one way or another mm-hmm. about a lot of it. That's just the way human beings are. Mm-hmm. So, we, we're not computers. We can't be programmed. It's good to be like-minded on a lot of on, yeah. on who you're with. So, Number four, she said, learn how to listen and respond to each other without getting defensive. Very good, very good. Number three, Ooh, so she said, she, she kind of contradicts what some other people say here. Uh, she says, going to bed angry and mad is okay. Sometimes you need to sleep on it and not force reconciliation. So I think that goes back to uh, everything we say on here isn't for everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Nothing wrong with it. Uh, like I said, I, I think the opposite, but that doesn't mean I'm right. So well done there, Faith. Uh, two, learn each other's love language and do things for or with them accordingly. 
example, acts of service, quality time, physical touch. Everyone does have uh, a different love language or, or maybe you have the same love language, but everyone has love languages regardless. And so make sure you study and really learn to appreciate your partner's love language. Very true. Um, one, number one, keep romance and date nights alive. Don't get sucked into busy work, life, schedule, make time for each other, whatever you have to do. Once again, I, I, I believe if you say you don't have time for it, say it's not a priority and see how that sounds coming out of your mouth when it comes to relationships or anything for that matter. Right. So, Raina, you got anything you want to add to that? Uh, no, that hits the nail on the head Yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Um, just, uh, like I said, this is a very subjective episode. Sure. Uh, we don't mean to we're not we're not trying to make friends with what we say we're not trying to make enemies with what we say we just this is just how we see things yeah. and you know we'll, we'll it will either be wrong or right but right who yeah. knows That's i've said it. Of it yeah i've said it on this podcast almost probably every other episode that reno and i when we first came up with the blueprint for this podcast we wanted it to be authentic as possible that meant from our standpoint and your standpoint not rehearsed not fake. We want it to be real. People don't like fake, uh, especially when it gets exposed. And so, regardless if you agree with everything we say or you know everything everybody else said or, or not, we that's what it's all about. It's just a pre, being learning to appreciate the authenticity of a person because they're being honest about. And you about are a part of that authenticity. We're Correct. you know we're the ones with the equipment, but. I mean, your, your opinions are just as important as ours. Right, just as valid. So, guys, we thank you so much for all the comments. That's not the most comments we've had thus far. Uh, and I knew it would be a big hit being Valentine's Day. Uh, and Reno actually came up with that idea for to, to come up with something Valentine's-themed. So, way to go, partner. Um, we appreciate uh, sharing the, the podcast, commenting on it, all the engagement guys, please share with your friends, your family, um, any any uh, platform you can get us on, it should be there, and, and we hope that this gets your day going, or this gets you through a day, or this ends your day in some fashion, and we, uh, we hope you have as much fun listening to it as we do um, broadcasting it. So, Reno, you got anything for the audience before we cut this thing? No, just, uh, you know, I, I appreciate everybody listening, and uh, I, I appreciate the guests that we've been having, and uh, it's, the show's going in a really good direction, and um, we just, uh, you know, we just love having fun, and it it's all, you're the reason for the fun. You are the fun, getting, getting to talk to you and interact with you, so, right. very much appreciated. Yeah, guys, when we made this show two weeks ago, we we did not know it would it would be getting this much views or this this many views and this much traffic already, and it, it is, and it, it it's because of you guys. So thank you. It means a lot. Uh, I know we're not experts on anything we talk about up here. Uh, we just love to engage with you guys and 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 give you something to come to and listen to. And so this will be released tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, tomorrow. By the time you listen to it, it will have it will be Tuesday, Valentine's Day. So, happy Valentine's Day, everyone! Have a great holiday if you celebrate it, and you guys have a safe date night. And if you're not hanging out, sing if you're hanging out single, hey, enjoy your night too, guys. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Anything and Everything podcast. And remember, life is a forest. <laughs>